welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture biology podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, which will not help us at all today as we discuss everybody's favorite beginning of February movie, which is actually awful, Groundhog Day. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Everybody. Uh, yeah. So we watched Groundhog Day. Uh-huh. And, and that was, was a sad experience. thing. <laughs> um, had you ever seen it before? Oh, I've seen it okay. when in the 90s. I have a feeling I watched it a bunch of times. We were obsessed with this other day repeaty movie that was like, I'm probably was a B movie or something called 1201 with Jonathan oh. Silverman. And I don't remember anything except it had to do with like being in a lab and like there was an actual scientific explanation as to... The day's repeating, and they fell in love with the woman scientist. She took her lab coat off, and then, you know, they fell in love, because that's how it worked. Did uh, she take her glasses off, too? I can't remember. She took her hair out of her bun, so. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I remember about it, but I remember when they came out at very similar times, and it's par- it's mentioned in the trivia. Um, okay. Weird. So I don't know if they actually came out at similar times, or we just watched them at the same time. Anyway. It was a thing in the 90s, you know, like how movies come out at the same time that are very similar. Well, it still happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely watched it, but I did not remember it. And I don't think I watched it, like, voluntarily. Like, I think it was on and I was home and a child and didn't have a lot of options. Yeah, um, there was, like, things yeah. I, like, remembered in my head and I don't know how much of it I remember from watching it or how much I remember from being just, like, around, like, the song... And yeah. the Betty Warren's piano. And that he falls and I, off uh, the building at one point. Yeah, I don't even think I remember it. that much. Because I definitely also, I think in my head, had it confused a bit with Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah, which is fair. Because it is him yeah. and a rodent, so. Yeah. 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 Anyways, we wanted to talk about it because yesterday when you were listening to this, Groundhog Day happened. Mm-hmm. and yep. It seems um, obvious. Spoiler alert, groundhogs coming out of their burrows don't predict the weather. What? Um, <laughs> you just ruined my entire life. Yeah. So, but, it, you know, it's like one of those, like, April showers bring May flowers, which mm-hmm. that actually has some science, because if it's real dry in April, th- there's no yeah. flowers. Or if it's snowing in April, there's no flowers. Yep. Um, and, oh, the, was it March comes in like a lion? And yeah, like, oh, a, like lamb, a lamb. Or, or the other way yeah, around. Or vice, yeah. yeah. Also, um, and the Ides of March, which is Shakespeare. Yeah, but, but that doesn't have anything to do with weather, does it? No, but it has. It like it be- became like a witch's an old wives' tale of like beware the Ides of March of like the mainly. Yeah, I think pretty- I think the point of it is that like March feels like it lasts forever because it's that is true a long month and sometimes it's still winter. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've never really had a problem with March, so whatever. Well, sometimes it's 25 degrees here in March, so... Exactly. Um, anyways, yes, yeah, so we wanted to talk about groundhogs because they're animals, and we thought this would be a good opportunity to do so. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about the movie? Sure. So, it's bad. It's um, it's an early 90s movie when a guy who's a dick and but still gets the girl. Yeah, Basically, you can imagine all the jokes, all the insane amount of plot-driven gaslighting, 
uh, more yes. gaslighting driven plot. I don't even know. It's just like the most gaslighting I've ever seen since I knew what gaslighting was. Yeah. Basically. Basically, um, I mean, and I think we'll talk about our issues more, but yeah. Like, if you haven't seen it for a while, I wouldn't recommend it. But basically, he, like, so it's um, Bill Murray yeah. and Annie McDowell, and he's a weatherman, and she's the producer, and there's other random people, and. Um, they he, go to Puxatani. Like, yeah, they go to Puxatani to do the groundhog thing. And the, like, the main thing of it. Like, the premise isn't terrible. No. It's the fact that he's a dick, and then, like, super just horrible human being at the beginning, Mm -hmm. and then he uses his inexplicable time loops to basically stalk women and sleep with them. Yep. And then Andy McDowell falls in love with him because he's gotten to know her and stalk her, even though at the beginning, like, on the, the first day she wouldn't even barely want to talk to him yeah and the first part of his time looping times he stalks her and tries to sleep with her and And she she says no says no and he keeps trying and then he in theory ish becomes a better man in the time looping and then she falls in love with the better man but he still is a better man because he took all of her advice and he uh used still used all the things but uh that she wanted as in a man but said them in a nicer way and and all the things that he learned and did were her suggestions yes and i do believe that people can grow and change and become better but Mm -hmm. from her perspective it was a day Mm -hmm. that's the part that is feels gaslighting and Mm -hmm. icky like yeah like i do believe like he became a better person because yeah, but her her writing and characterization was terrible. As much as I adore Andy McDowell. Yeah, like she didn't she did a fine job acting it. It's not her yeah. fault. And no, it's no, hard it's... like we were saying while we were watching, like, it's hard to play a woman um who's written poorly in general mm-hmm. because she's yeah. written so that she can be one. Um yes. but yes. she's also she's written like she does, has no growth because she can't have growth because that's the plot of the movie. Yeah, she she's exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's the problem. But anyways. If you want to watch Andy McDowell do be better, just watch more weddings. It's better. Ugh, so good. <laughs> Although I haven't anyway. watched it for a long time. Anyways. <laughs> and me either, because it's upsetting. It is. Okay. So groundhogs are uh-huh. mammals. Yep. Shockingly, they have yep. hair. Mm-hmm. Um, they are rodents related to squirrels. Um, they're in the group of marmots, which I did not realize, but when you look at them, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes um, total sense when I was reading about it. They look a little bit beaver-like. They have sort of similar, like, texture of fur, mm-hmm. it looks like. So and, like the coarse guard hairs and, like, snouty and, nose. Yeah, uh, their faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they have, but they don't have big tails. Um, they are found all throughout North America. They have a pretty big range, and they go by many, many other names, including woodchucks. Yes, yes, which I did not know. I I knew that they were like relatives, but I didn't realize they were the same word for the, like different words for the same animal. No, um, there are there are four different subspecies of uh, groundhogs, and the ground uh, the woodchuck name like groundhog is because they live in the ground and mm-hmm. they have piggy noses. Yeah. Um, Woodchuck has nothing to do with chucking wood, like the tongue twister might make you think. It comes from an Algonquin word, uh, which is woochuck. 
Oh. I'm probably pronouncing them poorly, but that is how they got their name. Cool. Yeah, so they, they don't eat wood. <laughs> <laughs> or throw wood. I don't know. Yeah. They eat they eat grasses and other vegetation. Um, they're herbivores. So like basically all rodents. So they'll eat pretty much whatever they can find. Um, they'll also eat other small animals opportunistically, but um, not frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so they hibernate from like a lot of temperate and cold weather, cold area mammals. They hibernate from about October until March or April. Um, yeah, so the fact that Groundhog Day is in February when they yep. should still be hibernating. Mm-hmm. Real bad. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but they build, they dig these pretty impressive burrows underground, uh, which they use year round, not just for hibernating. And they'll use them for raising their young. They'll use them for sleeping. They'll use them for hiding, just for staying warm. The largest burrow this guy researched probably back in like the 60s or something um was 840 pounds like dirt got taken out of the burrow so it was like 24 feet long um with some side branches and stuff they call them side galleries um they'll have distinct yeah they'll have distinct um excrement chambers uh which is cool so So basically it's a giant mansion with a bathroom yeah yeah um and they for their hibernation so they don't always Use the, sometimes they use the same burrow for hibernation, and sometimes they use a separate one for hibernation. But so that they can hibernate and not freeze, they go below the frost level, mm-hmm. um, so that they can stay a little bit warm. Um, <coughs> yeah, and, so they are very similar yeah. to beavers in like the, you know, yeah, like, like the industrious and industrious, and they have big uh, homes or dens that they live yeah. that they use all year round, not just for hibernation. Exactly. Um, they're not as social as beavers. They will live mm-hmm. in small family groups, but not the same as beavers. Yeah, beaver social um, groups are crazy. We have to mm-hmm. find some kind of beaver movie one day and we'll... Yeah, I only know about the nonfiction IMAX movie <laughs> about beavers. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, and yeah, so we haven't really talked about hibernation that much. So I thought this would be a good chance to talk about a little bit about hibernation. Um, we are marine biologists, so mm-hmm. not experts in hibernation. Nope. Um, but it is very, very cool. I did in my first year biology class, which was sort of like a very survey-based, like, biology basics class. I don't know. We talked about all kinds of weird stuff. And we did some behavioral studies. And I guess our TA in his lab, he was doing, like, neurology. And so... Um, somebody in his lab was doing something with hibernating squirrels and so it was winter semester and so they'd gone out onto campus and found hibernating squirrels and put them in like jars and put um, like brain probes and stuff on them and kept them in a fridge so that they could study their brains while they were hibernating so we got to look at that which was really cool they were like super cold like they breathed like a few times a minute at the most and yeah, they mm-hmm. were trying to compare like sleeping brainwaves versus hibernating brainwaves. I don't know the results. Of that yeah, no. Yeah, but, I know that those yeah. are different. And I would just like to say mm-hmm. to anybody who is very concerned about this study, we live in an area with two um, different species of incredibly invasive squirrels. So yes. it's not really this big a deal. Yeah, um, and also it's, it does, it's not as sketchy as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> it was done with like ethics reviews and, you know, scientific. They didn't just like wander out into the forest <laughs> i mean they ended up doing that but they had a lot of yeah but they to go did it, it. beforehand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes 
Um, Yeah, so their heart rate goes really slow. Their body temperature drops down. Here, for groundhogs, it says as low as 35 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like 2 degrees Celsius, which is insane. That's crazy. Um, And they breathe once every six minutes for groundhogs, which is crazy. Um, So they'll hibernate, yeah, from October to March or April. In more temperate areas, they'll do it for as little as three months. But um, still over February? Punxsutawney is not a more Uh -uh. temperate area. Like a more temperate area would be like here. (laughs) Um, So basically what they do is they eat a whole bunch. Uh, They get up to like their peak body weight and peak body condition. And then they hibernate. Um, They will um, sort of experience periods of like torpor and arousal. So the like torpor is like when they're totally out and then they'll like come up a bit and maybe like go have a poop or Mm -hmm. you know reposition whatever they're not going to come out until the spring um and they but they'll try to come out before they use up all their body fat because like there will be some food in early spring but not enough to like if they were totally Mm -hmm. um if they'd used up all their fat reserves yeah then there wouldn't be enough but if they because they might need the fat reserves to help them find food from farther away um yeah so hibernation is really weird um it's a straight like true hibernation is a straight mammal thing like where the total body um like shutdown happens but lots mm-hmm. of non-mammals do other like winter periods of torpor that is just different than hibernation but the definition of hibernation is like the body ma- the body temperature dropping super okay. low well then what is it when those frogs get frozen and they're still alive yeah, so that's because they're cold-blooded, like, okay. the definition of, yeah, so, like, lots of frogs and salamanders and stuff will, like, bury themselves in mud, and they'll get, like, also cold, but it's different because they cold don't need to so... maintain their body temperature. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's basically the metabolic, metabolic depression, so, like, their metabolism goes unusually slow, whereas for non-warm-blooded species, like, that, it's just different. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So, yeah, and then some people think that, like, like bears can hibernate, but then there's lots of people that don't assume that bears are included in that just because they're so big that their actual internal body temperature doesn't drop as drastically mm, okay. as a smaller one. So it's kind of like one of those gray areas. So yeah. the overall thing is dormancy, um, and it can be, like, hibernation. Uh, brumation, I think, might be what... Um, yeah, brubation is what lizards and um, oh, ecto- mm-hmm. ectotherms, cold-blooded animals do. Yeah, so it's just different metabolically. What else? Oh, <laughs> back to the movie for a second. Um, so they raised a group of groundhogs specifically for the movie. The groundhog is barely in the movie. Like, you see it yeah. a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one scene where Bill Murray's driving with it, and it's pretty funny. Uh, but according to IMDb, Bill Murray got bitten a couple times by the... Um, by the groundhog and had to get uh, shots for rabies. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, they're known to be pretty aggressive in captivity and like not great animals and they don't have great outcomes for rehabilitation and um, reintroduction just because they're extremely aggressive and not like they're antisocial, not just with other groundhogs, but with mm-hmm. humans as well. Yeah. So yeah, probably not a well, not a great animal movie or anim- no. like mo- movie star animal. No, definitely not. Um, maybe they're angry at, at humans because we've been pulling them out of the ground for 140 years. 
Yeah, that might be why. Yeah. So uh, Groundhog Day seems to have started in the 1880s in the States. Like in Puxitani was like one of the main places. Um, But there's lots of different origins. Like Germany did some stuff with Candlemas, which was February 2nd, which I think is why it's on February 2nd. Um, But Candlemas is like a Catholic festival with a lot of superstitions and stuff. And there's something to do with the weather. It predicts the spring. Um, There was a weather predicting animal, which was the badger, but it could have been a bear or a fox. And... Yeah, it never, it doesn't say how it was predicting the weather. And, well, like, I mean, like, the the, the candle, oh, no, the, the candle yeah, was one. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing there about how it, like, how those animals were predicting the weather or why that started or anything. So if anybody knows anymore, please tell us, because I still don't really understand how this became a thing. Well, I think it's like, like oh, we're, like, halfway through winter. Yeah. And I need some optimism, just a chance. Yeah, and it was, like, a lot of stuff of, like, people um, cared more, obviously, back when winters were harder, because we didn't have fridges and stuff. Yeah, and, like, and, yeah, do we have, did we save enough food to live through the winter? Yeah, to get through. Which is kind of, yeah, like, I'm like, well, if he was wrong, like, if he's right and you didn't save enough food, then what happens? Are we going to die? And it's the groundhog's fault? I don't know. It's Maybe. very strange. I've never understood. There seems to be no explanation as to why it was a shadow. Or it's, I think it's a groundhog. It seems to be a groundhog because of that was the area where these German people moved. In. Yeah, it was like Pennsylvania Dutch people. Yeah, people. And they started the tradition and they needed to have an animal. Yes, I guess and that North hibernated. American badgers are real scary compared yes. to European badgers. <laughs> So they picked something a little nicer. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the shadow is like, if it's cloudy, there won't be a shadow. And if it's cloudy, it's going to be usually warmer in that part of the world. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I think that's my only theory. That has to be it. I don't know. Um, But back in the day, then they did actually eat groundhogs. Not the one they pulled out because groundhog takes a lot of long time to prepare. So they would kill a groundhog prepare it, pull another one out of its hibernation and be like, well, did maybe, you see your shadow? Maybe Put it back. Maybe they pulled it out. Because like, if you pull it out and wake it up from hibernation, it's not going to live anyway. So you might as well kill it and eat it on like February 2nd or 3rd. I mean, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. so yeah, it was quite ridiculous. And um, of course it's still going on and it'll have happened yesterday. We don't know what happened because it's two weeks in the future too us so yes maybe there'll be a giant surprise who knows um but it's now Um, live streamed in case anybody really cares but also we live in the pacific northwest and it snowed last week and winter's over so yep it's gonna be 10 (laughs) degrees tomorrow celsius (laughs) that's a real big deal um so one of the things what was i gonna say it was um one of the yeah the thing that confused me the most is i don't know like maybe when i was like six and you celebrate a Groundhog Day because it was grade one. And what else are you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I learned more about this. But in the movie, they pull him out. They pretend to have him whisper to their ear. And then they just decide. So I don't know when this tradition became, like, not. Yeah. But and he it's, like would... a, it's a stump with a little door in it. Like, it's not a yeah. burrow. It's not a burrow. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, like, I always have thought that it was... Like some like they actually like let him come out 
and they always they yeah. look and then see if whether or not he has a shadow. Well, also and you know if 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 the groundhog has a shadow, a person standing you have a shadow beside the groundhog has a shadow. <laughs> this is the part that I've never understood about Groundhog Day. It's true. So. <laughs> I don't really yeah. understand, and if anyone's yeah. seen a ceremony, I guess I could watch the live stream, but we know that's not going to happen, because, no. Because um, superstition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, um, but it was, watching this was made me realize that I had never really thought about how the actual, like, step-by-step of the tradition No. Well, it also, place. like, literally, when we started researching for this show, did I consider the fact that hibernating animals in the rest of north america are probably still hibernating at the beginning of february yeah <laughs> whereas here it's like yeah ready to go Have yeah here it's like week nap some of the so, geese didn't leave there yeah you know the squirrels are up now there's still ducks here like you know whatever yeah so they probably all huddled together last week and now they're fine yeah yeah um like yeah so it never occurred to me that february 2nd was like yeah the middle I'm, of their hibernation <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about it at all. So, anyway, now we all know way more than we ever wanted to know about Groundhog Day, the tradition. Indeed. Indeed. And my favorite fact is that woodchucks and groundhogs are the same thing, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really cool. And also that they're so closely related to marmots, because I grew up, um, the mountains around here, like Whistler and things like that, have marmots on them. And so we would always try to see the marmots in the summer when we'd go hiking and stuff. So that Yeah, we have a cool. lot of marmots and beavers um yeah which like i was like it was like four years ago when the first time i saw a beaver in the wild so still yeah um but yeah like you don't see them as much as you would think but i've never i don't think i've seen marmots i don't know but when you go to just over the mountains and then you go and you see all the prairie dogs um and it's very similar to what happens here right you're like oh so cute but it's the same thing that people reaction that people have to our squirrels Exactly. I'm just like, get out of my way, squirrel. Exactly. So, yeah. So, have you ever, I've never seen a groundhog. Have you ever seen a groundhog? I don't think so. I don't. Did we, like did we see them in Winnipeg? Uh, we saw prairie dogs in Winnipeg. Oh, we saw prairie dogs in Winnipeg. Okay. Yeah. Yes, which are Prairie small. dogs are small, like our squirrel size. Yeah. Maybe a little and, bigger. Well, and, well, yeah. But, and squirrel shaped without yes. the tail. Yeah. Um, groundhogs, are, at least from this movie, bigger. are bigger than that. They're like raccoon size. Yeah, like small raccoon like size. Normal yeah. raccoon size. Not, oh, yeah. Wild not, raccoon, not urban yeah. raccoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, no, I don't think I've seen one. Yeah, um, I don't think so either. And, yeah, from hearing about how they are in captivity, I don't think they're great. Yeah, being um, captivity. Like, educational or captive animals, whereas lots of rodents like are, great, are? like mm-hmm. ambassador animals in um, like rescue centers and like great uh, educational animals. But I don't think, um, I don't think groundhogs are. No, and aside yeah. from the Winnipeg Zoo, we haven't really been to a lot of, like, prairie... Well, I've been to the... And the Calgary Zoo, but we haven't really been to a lot of prairie zoos. Uh, San Diego Zoo has a lot of, like, North American-y stuff. Yeah, but we, but we might have skip it skipped that. Because it's so big. Because <laughs> it's so big, and we, we needed to see the pandas. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway. Um, are there any other, like, days of the year other than Thanksgiving and turkeys that have, like, a really strong animal association? I don't, I don't know. Not, like, aside from, like, social media holidays. No, I meant, um, like, proper holidays. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Although, I'm I guess gra- think. Groundhog Day, I mean, like, it's based on of, a religious ceremony, but it's, like, one of the original social media holidays, basically. Yeah. And, from, like, well, there's Easter. Yeah. 
yeah. But, we can talk about bunnies. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we could talk about a, bilbies. Yeah. If So if you have another animal-related holiday that, especially if it has a movie related to it, mm-hmm. let us know. We should do it for the podcast. Um, yeah, totally. Because I love learning about weird animals. <laughs> yeah, especially land animals, because I know so little about them. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Okay. So thanks for joining us this week. If you want to hear more about our uh, adventures in nature and pop culture, you can follow us on social media at Nature Finds a Way or check out our website, naturefindsapod.com. And we'll be back in two weeks uh, when we return to our natural habitat to celebrate World Whale Day and when we watch and discuss Whale Rider. Yay. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.